The McDonald's All-American Games are where hype becomes legacy. These players are high school athletes today, but they'll be household names tomorrow. James Harden, Anthony Davis, Candace Parker, Brianna Stewart are all McDag alumni. This is a big year. The games are back on for the first time since 2019 and returning to their many-time host city of Chicago, celebrating 45 years of legacy and commitment to high school basketball. Tune in to the games on Tuesday, March 29th. The girls' game starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN2, and the boys' game begins at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN. Catch the games live on March 29th and Jamfest on March 28th, both at Wintrust Arena in Chicago. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster. He looks determined without being ruthless. Something heroic in his manner. There's a courage about him. Doesn't look like a killer. Comes across so calm. Acts like he has a dream. Full of passion. You don't trust me, huh? Well, you know why. I do. We're not supposed to trust anyone in our profession anyway. Peace, 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 and welcome to The Rematch, which is part of the BasketballNews.com podcast network. On The Rematch, you'll hear in-depth interviews with notable names from all walks of life. Because sometimes the media just doesn't get it right. The Rematch is that second opportunity to clarify, put things in proper context, correct fake news or misreported controversy. The media still exists as the most powerful entity on earth because they control the minds of the masses. I'm Atan Thomas. And the full truth is what we are aiming to catch. Many media stories omit details that would dilute their clickbait roar. And that's why there's a need for the rematch. On this episode of the rematch, I sat down with assistant coach of historic DeMatha High School in Prince George's County, Maryland, Daryl Green. We discuss his passion for coaching his connection to the players far beyond X's and O's, and the player, parent, and community support he has to be the next head coach of the Mathis men's basketball team. You could really see how much he cares about the players all throughout the interview. Hope you enjoy. Coach Daryl Green, how you doing, sir? I'm doing well, sir. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm blessed. Thanks for coming on the show today. Uh, the rematch, uh, basketballnews.com and Fly TV. Um, and just to introduce yourself to, to the audience, um, you know, you was a top assistant with DeMatha under Mike Jones for, for how many years? Um, I was with Mike for about four years. Uh-huh, for four years. And, it, it you know, we all really built a special culture um, at DeMatha. And let's let's start there. Let's talk about you know the the culture that you that you built there, and also the rapport that you have with the players, because that's really you know that's really important to right. have that connection with the players, because it's not easy not easy to have. So talk about your time with, with Coach Jones. Um, it was a good time, man. Um, it never felt like I know it's basketball, so sometimes people think it's like work, but with us, it was it was just like a family thing. He had already had assistants there that um, all of us are really close. Reggie Vini, Kevin Cromer, Sam Anstead, you know, those guys were there before I got there. So when I got there, I had known Coach Jones, you know, since I was younger. But um, 
it was just, they welcomed me right away. It was like another brother. They were like older brothers to me. Um, they welcomed me right away. It was a great fit right away because we were all there for the same reason. Mm-hmm. We're only there because we all played at the Matha. We love the Matha, and we we're here to make a difference in these young men's lives. So it was an easy match for me. And we, like I said, we just clicked. It was it was one common goal. That goal was laid out, and it was all about the kids. And once you know everybody's on board with that, it was easy to flow. It was just an easy flow for us. Now let's talk a little bit about how special Demath is, um, you know, because you know, of course, here everybody in PG County and DMV know Demath, and you know, KD um, featured Demath in his documentary uh, "Basketball County um, in the Water," uh, where mm-hmm. greatness lives, and he showed how special Demath is here in uh, PG County, and you know, it's interesting because kids grow up here dreaming about playing for Demath. You know, I mean, I, my son, Malcolm, you know, he, he was young, little cat, you know, playing AAU. I coached his AAU team uh, when he was young. And, you know, people would ask him, well, where do you want to go to school? You know, and he was like, well, I want to go to DeMatha. And they were talking about college, but he right. was saying, no, I want to go to DeMatha. So that's just how it is around here. But talk about that special tradition that DeMatha has. Um, it's, it's, it's like a, it really is a brotherhood, you know, especially among the athletes. Like you go there and it's an all boys school. So it's no girls there. You you you're just with your your guys, you know, and it and it causes you to bond maybe a little more than in other places because you don't have those distractions or maybe certain things going on because it's females there and it's young women there, you know. So you just you figure out like you figure out who you are and the things you like, and then it's a commonality with athletes. So you're around those guys all the time. You're in class together. You practice together. You're playing in games, so you're in the trenches with each other. So it just builds bonds that that's hard to break. Like, it's guys that I'm cool with to this day that I went to high school with. Like, two of my best friends I went to high school with. You know what I mean? So it's it's just it's, – it's hard to explain if you don't go through it, man, because people will be like, man, y'all just talking, and you just – it's something that you say, and the brotherhood sounds cliche, but – once you leave outside of that school and you're in the real world and you might need a job or you might need help with something like that network and that brotherhood, it always comes into play. And it's right. like you wear the math or somewhere and people are like, Oh, you go to the math or your son goes there. Like it's always a conversation piece. You know right. what I mean? Like, like you said, it's been a fixture in PG County for like ever, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like having that name attached to you is, it means something, you know, and it means something to all of us that have graduated there. And that's the reason all of us came back to coach. It's not like we were going to get rich coaching, but we wanted to continue that tradition and have young men experience the same thing we, we experienced. Like you want those bonds. You want to have people you can depend on when life might not be going great or when life is going great, you want the right people around you, especially when it's going great. You don't want someone that's going to bring you down. So having people go through those experiences with you and they know what it's all about. It's huge, man. It's, it's, it's really huge. And, and the, 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 another thing that's special about it is the, the, the relationship that the coaches, you know, have had with the players. Mm-hmm. That's really one. I mean, because it's, it's, it's so much more than X's and O's or Absolutely. you're designing plays or anything Absolutely. like that. It's the relationship and the trust. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, that that's spe- that was always special 
um, about the math. Now this year was a little bit different, you know, after, after coach Jones left and we, you know, we wished him nothing but success and, right. you know, happy for him. We were just watching them last night, you know, we tanked, they took a loss, but we, you know, rooting for him. And, you know, I, I heard Malcolm talking to all the different guys, all the different guys are watching and rooting for him because they want him to do well. Now, now there's a lot that, you know, happened this year. He left and, and went to the, the job to Virginia tech. And, you know, then they, the, the administration kind of abruptly put coach Strickland um, in, in the head coaching position. And it started off Rocky from the beginning. Right. And so, you know, for me, you know, we, we were, we were young. Malcolm was just a sophomore. We didn't play last year because of COVID. So we're just really just getting there. But all the parents were really kind of shocked because the thought was that one of you all from the assistant coaching staff were going to be the ones to be the interim coach because you had the connection with the players. Right. And so I think that kind of started off um, creating a lot of tension, frustration, resentment, everything else like that, and put Coach Strickland in a tough position. Would you, would you agree with that assessment? I would definitely agree with that assessment. And and it's just a lot of it because, like you said, like the relationship. Like Coach Jones had a great relationship with these kids, even, you know, with Malcolm, who was out for COVID, um, like the COVID year, like he didn't really play, but – Coach Jones still had a relationship with him. He still let him know, look, man, like you're not forgotten about him. You're not lost. Like that's the kind of guy he is. And that's why the, I think the parents and even the kids reacted the way they did because that relationship piece right there was gone. It wasn't, oh, man, we we need somebody that's going to draw up the right play. No, like the, this, you're talking about an individual along with Coach Beanie, Coach Anstead, Coach Chrome, and myself, like, it was bigger than basketball for us. So right. whether you ran the right play or not, we still cared about you as a young man. Like, what are you doing in the classroom? Who are you hanging out with? Right. You know what I mean? What are you doing after practice? And the kids know if something happens, they can come to us. And to to know that, and you know, as an athlete, like so much stuff goes on in your life besides basketball. Mm-hmm. And basketball is that space where you can kind of escape it, but you also have people that you can go to to talk about those challenges. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure for them and those parents, you they felt like, you know, a part of that, a big part of that was lost with Coach Jones moving on. And like you said, we're all happy for him, and he deserves that. Like, mm-hmm. Coach Jones deserves the opportunity. I believe how well Virginia Tech did is a direct, you know, result of him being there. Right. Of course, with, Mike, with Coach Mike Young as well, but – it was a big blow, man. And then to have it, to have someone come in that they didn't know, mm-hmm. which was to no fault of his own. Like if anybody is, someone comes to you and say, Hey man, we want you to be the interim coach of the matter. They're going to do it. So right. you can't fault, you know, coach Strickland for that. It was just the way it was done. It was the timing of it and how it was presented. It put him in a bad position too. You know, and, that- you know, it, it's interesting. I go back to the, the meeting when they introduced Coach Strickland to the parents and everybody was in the stands and the parents, one after another. So y'all, y'all weren't in the meeting. The assistant no. coaches weren't there. Mm-hmm. One after the other, every parent was saying, well, what's going to happen with the assistant coaches? Right. Like, you know, they, they kept saying it. Well, do, do we have any you know assurances that the assistant coaches, Coach Green, are going to be here? 
And then he said, well, we're going through the process and everything. Then the next parent came up. Well, it's important that the assistant, like it kept happening over and over and over. So I think that kind of pushed them for whatever it is that they were, you know, because a lot of times when a new coach comes, they bring their own assistants. That's just what usually happens. But the parents really, one after the other, really made it clear, abundantly clear that y'all had to be a part of the process, you know, and I, and I thought that was, that was really, you know, interesting to see. And, you know, like, like I said, this, this year, it started off really rocky, you know, I mean, it was a lot of resistance and after a while they had to say, okay, coach Jones isn't here anymore. You have to be able to go to the new regime. It's a new regime now. And it was, and it was, and you could see it looking at the game from the outside looking in, you're like, oh, they're not buying into whatever the, whatever the situation is, whatever the play is called, whatever the, you know, they're not buying into it. And it was, it, it showed on the court. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I It was rocky. It was rocky. It was a lot of conversations. Right. Myself and the other coaches had to have the kind of just, because you you think about teenagers, man, and they're at that point where they're emotional. They have opinions. They you know, they think they know the game, and a lot of them do. They they watch it a lot more than when I was younger. They watch it. They study film. They have their own ideas. So, right. and Coach Jones is one where if you do have those ideas, you know, you can bounce them off. I mean, it's not like it's just a dictatorship, and this is right. what I ran, and this is what I said. So, like, all of that for them, you know, as a teenager, you're dealing with is missing now. And, again, no fault to – Coach Strickland, but he, you know, they they were in two different positions. Mm-hmm. You're talking about Coach Jones, who was there for 19 years, who has relationships with everybody. They he knows how a kid ticks and what makes them go. And then Coach Strickland, who is just trying to come in and get them to buy in. You know what I mean? And not necessarily knowing those kids or knowing anything about them. That's a hard thing to do. It's hard to just say all right, this is what we're going to do. And then they just go along with it. So that was the main reason I stayed. Like I didn't want to leave the, those young men to someone new, not that it's some bad person, but it's just someone mm-hmm. new. It could have been anybody. And knowing they're going to need that support, not just on the court, but off the court. So, you know, it was chatter. Like, how could you stay? And you're crazy. And it's no way. But for me, I don't care what, they feel the administration might've done or this person might've done. I've made a promise to these young men and their families to be there for them. So whether it's comfortable or uncomfortable for me, I still got to keep my word. So as long as, and I've told them, as long as you're going to be here, I'm going to be here. I'm not going to leave y'all. I'm not going to abandon y'all. I'm going to deal with whatever, you know, we have to deal with, but we're going to do it together. And that was my whole thing. You know, from the beginning of the season, just try to do it together, no matter how you feel, think about each other. And if you're doing it for no other reason but each other, which you should, then mm-hmm. you'll be fine. But again, it's teenagers and they're emotional. So it took them a little while, you know, to really get to that point where it's just like, you know what, let's just, you know, do it together. And even when they did, we had lapses where it was just like, oh man, what you know what I mean? Like right. Right. it was a roller coaster, but I was I was extremely proud that they finished the way they did. So let me say this, and I posted this on social media after um, they won the last um, ACIT tournament. Um, and it was a great win. I was really happy, especially for the seniors, to go out, you know, right. like that with the win. You know, happy for, you know, Tyrell and, you know, Rodney and Jarrell and, the, you know, I mean, they all, uh, Bryson, you know, they, they deserved that. 
Wow. Um, but this is what I posted. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read it. You know, verbatim. Okay. All right. So I said, the Namaste, the Namathis Stags win the ACIT um, championship over Paul the Sixth for the school's 26th Alhambra. Is that how you pronounce it? Championship. Yeah. Um, it's been a tough year of adjustments uh, with the departure of beloved coach Mike Jones. Uh, we lost a couple of great players who transferred. Uh, we had tension, uh, rough patches, and almost full team boycott a few times. Um, but the players all came together at the right time to end the season on a high note. Great job and a special shout out to Coach Daryl Green for keeping everything together with the players the entire season. Wouldn't have gotten through this season without him. Uh now, from that, a lot of people had a lot to say uh, in the comments. Um, I'm sure you saw the comments. Um, I just kept it, you know, like that. But a lot of people have a lot to say. But you have a lot of support throughout the entire community and DeMatha alumni um, who support you in particular and know the relationship that you have with the players. Um, you know, so first, was it nice to see that? I know you saw the comments. You couldn't have missed the comments. It, yeah, I, saw, nice. I, I looked I looked in the beginning. So yeah. like, I saw when you first did, and I saw a few of them, and then I didn't know how it was going to go. But so I just, it, it, was, it was heated. But, the, <laughs> but it was really out of support for the people that know. I mean, yeah. because, you know, it, it was a it was a tough season. It yeah. was, and you you really kept it together. Like, you – you're, you're, like I said, it's not just about X and O's. Now, yeah, basketball-wise, I mean, like my son Malcolm, he has full trust in you. You're telling him when he's doing something wrong, getting on him when he's doing something wrong. You have that relationship where the players don't get, like, an attitude when you get on them because you have the relationship first. Right. And people got to understand that's the the difference. That you you could get on a player as hard as you want to when you build that relationship. Exactly. And and I, I'm looking at it, and I'm seeing – when Coach Strictly would say something to a player, and then when you would say something even more aggressively to the player, and the reaction was different. I mean, am I am I am I exaggerating? No, I mean, yeah, and then, and it's I say it I say it a lot. Um, it's like the players like they're not gonna care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. And so for me, right. that's a great. It's saying. always building that that relationship first. Like they gotta know. Like, I'm here for you. So no matter what, like, the baseline is Coach Green is going to have my back. Coach Green is going to support me. He's always going to be there for me. But on the same token, because of that, I'm going to get on you. Like, I'm going to tell you when you're doing wrong. I'm going to tell you when you're messing up, when you need to listen. Even when it's like, man, just listen to what Coach said, even if it's something as simple as that. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell them, but they know from jump, all right, he ain't just getting on me because he don't like me. Because a lot of times – when players go through things, especially rough patches with coaches, they they sometimes they think, man, he don't like me. Yep. Or he ain't playing me because he don't like me. He's yelling at Like, they know, like, we're cool. There's nothing wrong with us. I'm always like, but I'm going to get on you because you have to get better. And that's the only way it's going to happen. I'm not always going to yell at you, but I'm going to hold you accountable. Right. You know what I mean? So I feel like they know that with me. Their parents know that with me. I'm honest with them. Like, I don't have a problem talking to them and telling them, you know, whatever's going on or what their child needs to work on. So they know there's no angles. Like, I'm not trying to trick you into doing something or trying to manipulate anything. If anything, I'm doing whatever is best for this team and for that individual uh, uh, player. So they they just know where I'm coming from. So it makes it a lot easier. But it didn't just happen by me just walking in the gym. Right. I really had to, like, 
have tough conversations with them about even just life. Like once they know, and I can tell him anything and he ain't going to judge me or mm-hmm. he's not going to use it against me for playing time. Like when they know they have that level of trust with you, even guys that have graduated, like I still talk to them. I still make sure I check on them and not just a social media post. Like I'm going to text you. I'm going to call you to really see how you're doing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's easy to mask doing well, but I know the ups and downs of basketball and college and high school. So you gotta, you gotta dig deep. And I believe they know when someone's doing that and when it's genuine. So I think that's that's what's helped me, you know, have that response that you've seen from those players. You know, it's, and you talk about the former players. I mean, I, I reached out to you to try to connect me with Markel Fultz because I wanted to interview him and just, you know, encourage him because he was going through a tough time, was injury and everything like that. And the first thing his mother said was like, oh, anything for Coach Green. You know, we we have a, you know if, if Coach Green vouches for you, then, then we vouch for you. And then she started yeah. talking about how you encouraged him and how you you know pushed him and how you stayed on him and how you you know everything like that. Uh, you know, with her son growing up, and, and it's just it's you start you keep hearing it over and over again. You know what I mean from the current players and former players about how your relationship is. You know, with the players and how important it is to their overall growth. Right. So so now we're in a situation where, you know, that they're, they're, they're doing their coaching search. They're mm-hmm. trying to see they're in the interviewing process. They're talking to different coaches. Um, you've been interviewed once. You have another interview coming up. Um, and, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of the math parents are worried right now. You know, I mean, they're they're nervous about how this is going to go. Yeah. And they're putting together contingency plans just in case things don't go well as far as the administration's pick for the head coach. And I got to say, you know, I mean, you earn the support and the trust of the parents, like hands down. Mm -hmm. And they're, you know, meeting and talking and, you know, there's like, hey, come here. You know, what do you think about this? I was like, I hear y'all. I agree with y'all. You know what I mean? Everybody is on the same page as far Mm -hmm. as what will be best. But, you know, it, it's it's tough to hear the parents worry the way that they are because we already lost a lot of good players. Yeah. So last year, people don't realize. So we lost, we, we lost Jaden, Jaden Mustaf, um, JQ, who went to Bishop McNamara. I just know it was JQ. Uh, um, Jeremiah Quigley. Quigley, yeah, Quigley. He went to McNamara, played great when we played against them. Um at the WCAC, um, you know, playoffs. He played great. Two regular players. Oh, my gosh. Then we lost Jacoy, who went to IMG, and he's doing great. And honestly, I think Jason would have kept playing if Coach Jones was still here. I know he wanted to, you know, he he started focusing on football, and he's like one of the top players in football. Right. But I think he would have kept playing, you know, when they checked it out summer league and they felt the temperature. And I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm hearing them. Like, I'm seeing them. I'm watching. And, you know, it, it's just I'm nervous about what will happen if they don't make the right choice, you know, because the because the 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 connection and they know what is needed for their, you know, son to mm-hmm. be able to be successful. Um, and it's not just X's and O's. Right. And right. that's that's the part where where we are, you know, right now and it's you know people are people are a little nervous but but they and they want to know they want to know like well you know <laughs> do we have any say in this do the do the pay and that's and one of the reasons why i wanted to do this interview i was like well 
I don't know how much say we have. I don't I don't really, you know, know the administration to try to meet with anybody or anything like that. But I wanted to invite you on the on the on the show today. And so let you can let the, you know everybody know and everybody can see the 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 connection that you have with the players, the passion that you have for the players, and why it's so important to have someone who has that connection. You know what I mean? I, like I can't stress it enough how important mm-hmm. it is. It's extremely important. And I mean, even with I know the parents are on like pins and needles, like it's hard for me because I talk to a lot of them and I don't really know what to tell them at this point because I don't I really don't know. And I'm not used to being in that position. Like I can at least have something to tell them or if I don't know. All right, man, let me talk to Coach Jones and you're right. out and this is what it's going to be. But. In this situation, man, I, I can't because I don't know what they're going to decide. Um, of course, I would love to be the coach, you know, next year and going forward. But it's, you know, it's a big job. But to me, it's more of now you're in a position to help young men. Like, you got to think about when college coaches are calling, what is this coach going to say about them? And if you know them, you can say a little more about them. But if you don't, it's harder to – to tell a coach, man, this dude, you might have seen him do this, but this is why. Or this is what he might have been going through. Or this is what was going on that day. Right. Like, it's, to me, it's a big responsibility because a lot of these kids can't pay for college. So mm-hmm. now you're talking about their future being in someone's hands, and you want those hands to, like, be caring. Right. You want those hands to kind of have a relationship with these individuals and their families and be one that man i'm i'm gonna speak highly of you i'm gonna make sure and even if you have shortcomings or things you got to work on we're gonna work on those so when you do get to whatever institution you go to you're ready and you're exactly who i've told these coaches you are you know what i mean so mm-hmm. like for me like we've been saying it's more than x's and o's man it's 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 a huge responsibility to be in and i've i've, I've said it to people like being a coach is definitely a blessing like in itself. And I believe that God always blesses us and we're supposed to bless other people. And that's, that's that position you're in. Like you're, you're channeling those blessings to these families by getting them scholarships and helping them through things that's making them better men that down the line. Now you're going to be a better husband. You're going to be a better father. You're going to make good decisions. If they get in situations where Man, I don't really know what I should do. But now in the back of my head, man, Coach Green told me, if it look like this, I need to get away. Yeah. Or if this individual is doing this, I need to get away. Like, you need that. They need that. Mm-hmm. They need somebody who's been in things, who's dealt with different things that can tell you, man, this is how this goes. This is how this ends. And not just, man, when you go over there, you got to make sure you set that screen so he gets over right. Like, <laughs> right. get more that. Yeah. I want to every year if I ever coach, I want to win a WCAC championship. Of course, everybody does, but the game of life is so much more important, man. Like you'll get your scholarships if you don't win the championship. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that's always the goal, but the bigger goal is to have productive young men when they leave you. Exactly, exactly, and that's really you know everything that the math preaches that they're about. You know that's what you want. Everything right. that you just described. So. Um, you know, let me just say that, you know, we really, you know, appreciate you, Coach. And, I appreciate you. Know, you and, I, and not not just, you know, me. Of course, I have an invested interest because my son is playing there. Mm-hmm. But all the parents. I can speak for all the plant parents when I say that, you know, we all collectively really appreciate you. And we're rooting for you to be able to get, you know, this head coach position 
um, you know, going forward and be able to 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 lead and craft our young men uh, to be successful both on and off the court. And, you know, I don't know what direction, you know, they're going to go in. Um, but you have a special connection with my son, Malcolm, in particular. Um, like I said, like all of them, all the players, and they really trust you and support you in particular. You know, and that was especially seen after my verb. You know what I mean? And you know what I'm talking about. We don't have to even go into all the details of what happened. But really, yeah. um, you know, after that, you know, we, we, we really saw how the team rallied around you in particular. Um, and really the entire season. And the fact that you unselfishly held uh, the entire team together, because you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't have to. You could have just You could have just left. You could just okay, you know, I, I didn't like this, or I didn't like that, so I'm going to just mm-hmm. leave. But it would not have worked. We would not have gotten through the season without you. I am mm-hmm. saying that clearly I to you. And so if you don't hear anybody else say it publicly, you heard me say it. I appreciate, I appreciate the sacrifice that you made. And, you know, you have the support of, like I said, the parents, the players, the alumni, the community, and we're all rooting for you. So thank you for everything you do. Man, thank you guys. And they, you know, they helped as well. They they probably feel like they were they were just in the trenches and they were going through, but they helped, they helped me, they helped Coach Cromer, they helped all of us. You know what I mean? And they were a big part of why, even when things could have been tough or what, like, how could you walk away when every day you're telling them how to stay and how to deal with it and how to push through and persevere, like you gotta be that example, whether it's comfortable or not, like it's always a bigger goal and it's always bigger than you. Right. So if you can keep that in mind and you can see those faces looking at you, like what we going to do, man, or what, Mm -hmm. what's like, you can't, you gotta, but you gotta have that heart. It's not a switch you can turn on and off because they're going to know it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna they're gonna smell it and they're not gonna like it. You know no what I'm question. saying? So no it has to be who you are, and that's just who I am. That's how my parents raised me, man. They care about people. We've had people live with us because their home situations weren't great, and it wasn't like we were rich. You know what I mean? But they mm-hmm. they love people, you know, and that's that's just that's how I was raised, and that's that's what I believe. You have to love people through whatever, and that will help them. Like those boys know I, I'll do anything for them. Right. So I feel like that they know they can, they can deal with anything or they can go through a whole season that might not have been great, but if we can do it together and support each other, that's mm-hmm. all we need to do. Yep. And that's what it's all about. And that's why, and that's what makes you special. So, Hey, like I said, I appreciate you. I'm not going to take up too much of your time, but mm-hmm. um, you know, thanks for coming again on the show. Thank you for everything you do. And um, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to keep, Keep keep you in our prayers, you know. What I mean? <laughs> and we're gonna try to get you know so this this all over the place, and you know get you know rally the community and everybody else around you, all alumni as well. So you know, again, thank you for everything you do. Thank you, man. Thank your family. Thank all the Demather parents, the alumni, everybody supporting me as well as the other coaches. They're not on here, but I'll say it for them. We definitely appreciated you guys this whole year, and we we always do. So thank you. That's what's up. That's what's up.